y'all. My name is Lisa Nicole, independent country artist coming at you from beautiful British Columbia, Canada. Welcome to my podcast, where each week I and occasional special guests aim to inspire you both on and off the stage. Join us as I dig in deep into behind the scenes of my life, my music, my heart, the music business, and exclusive lifestyle and fitness tips. Now settle up and thank y'all so much for tuning in. Hey y'all! So excited for today's episode talking about all my favorite Instagram tips on how to create a beautiful feed. I've gone through a few different styles now and it's been such a fun process to figure out what works and what doesn't what is manageable and all the tools that make it easier because ideally that's what we want, right? To spend less time trying to figure out how to make everything work without it taking over your life. So I'm here today to give you all my tips, my ideas, my tricks, and the apps I use to create my feed. Uh, You know when you're discovering a new person on Instagram and you come across their feed and it's just beautiful, the colors are all matching and they've got these inspiring quotes strategically placed and their photos are beautiful. Well, that's just a thing, strategy. It's usually not spontaneous if you come across a feed that looks that amazing. Even though, funny enough, Instagram is called Instagram because the platform was originally created to post a photo instantly. It's a play off of instant camera and telegram, forming the word Instagram and the right here, right now concept. With that said, I do love that we still get that Insta vibe of Instagram in stories now. But in my feed, at least I plan, 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 and sometimes I will throw in the odd instant photo, depending on what it is, how important it is. Like for instance, when I was on CTV in Calgary and Vancouver earlier last month, um, I wanted to get photos from those days out the day of. Or like these days when you put makeup on (laughs) and you have to document it because it doesn't happen too often. I totally find I do all my content that has anything to do with the camera in one day. So I totally did that all today. (laughs) And so I don't have to put on makeup any other days during the week. Anyways, let's get on with all these fun things I can't wait to tell you about so you can put it to work on your Instagram feed. Here are my eight tips. Number one is to use your smartphone. First off, you don't absolutely need to hire a professional photographer. If it's not in the budget, all of these tips will help you get some really great shots. If it is in the budget, maybe hire a photographer once a year and get a whack ton of photos you can use for the whole year. I would say I probably do three to four photo shoots a year depending on what of course is going on, but 90% of my photos on my feed are me taking them. I have the iPhone 10 and it takes really great photos. I can't speak for any other smartphones, but I've heard the Samsung is also really great. Most phones these days have a pretty cool tool, what we called the self timer. Rocket, it is especially helpful if you're a solopreneur or you work from home or you don't have a huge team or even the money to spend on a photographer. Most importantly, of course, is it is free and you don't need that fancy camera or even a tripod to get started. I do now have a small tripod, but before I got a small tripod, I would just prop my phone up on whatever I could find in the house, books, a jewelry box, um, whatever you have handy. Set the timer and smile. (laughs) You'll definitely need to play with it a bit to get the timing down, but this is a great way to experiment with what works best for you because there's no pressure to get the perfect shot in two or three takes. Number two is to find the best lighting. This should go for all photos you take, not just the selfie-timed ones, but you wanna take photos in natural light, but never in direct sunlight, otherwise it may be overexposed or too bright. The best place to take a photo is facing a window where natural light is coming through on your face, but making sure the sun is still not beaming directly on your face. 
People always think that nice sunny days are the best for photos, shoots, wedding photos, or videos, but in fact, I've learned over the years that the best days are overcast. I also invested in this big ring light. The brand is called Newer with a two E's, which you can find on Amazon for like uh, between $130 to $150, depending on the setup. It's great. I use it for all my video content now and some of my photo content, but I do use the window trick a lot. Number three is to never, ever, ever zoom in on a photo. Oh my gosh, it drives me nuts. When I ask someone to take a photo and they start zooming, I'm like, did you just zoom? Find a heart attack happening. <laughs> Obviously not everyone and their mother knows this trick, but if you want a closer photo, just move closer to the camera. Zooming manually on an iPhone camera or a smartphone especially takes away from the quality of the photo. Number four is portrait mode. Take advantage of portrait mode and if you don't have it, don't worry, I've got another option for you. But you know those beautiful and professional looking pictures where the background is blurred and you're in focus? Well, most cameras have now what they call portrait mode to get that effect. It's great for close-up headshots to really make your face bright and your personality pop off the screen. I believe in photography terms, it's called bokeh like B-O-K-E-H, I think. So if you don't have an iPhone that has portrait mode, there are lots of apps you can use like Airbrush or Snapseed. Before you worry about writing down all these apps that I'm talking about, I will link them in my show notes. Number five is to ask for help when you need it or you're feeling like you've exhausted every angle with the timer mode. Asking someone else can definitely feel awkward, especially a stranger. And I mean, not everybody wants to be an Instagram husband. I know mine hates it. But quick tip is to get them drunk and then you are set for a photo shoot. <laughs> Anyways, if you feel like you're going to ask someone, start with your friends or your family and ask really nicely and explain you just need a little help. Most likely your mom or your best friend is going to have no problem at all taking your photos. You might just need to guide them a bit or set up a camera. If it's someone I really don't know, I'll just say, do you mind taking it vertical as well? Or do you mind taking a few photos? We all know it takes at least 10 photos to get a good one. <laughs> Number six is presets and colors. In order to keep the same tone and the same color scheme and consistency on your feed, presets are a great asset if you want to create an aesthetic that is consistent and cohesive. I've gone through quite a few, but the presets I'm loving lately, I've been using in Lightroom. One's called Pink and one's called Miami. Message me for the link if you like my feed and I will try to find that link for you. <laughs> it can be easy to get distracted by other presets because they all look so amazing on one photo, but once you get them into the feed, if you were to use a bunch of different presets for each photo, it's probably going to look all out of place. One photo is super bright, one's super dark, one's got a blue tint, one's got a pop of red. They all do different things. You'll notice on mine it's very blue and pink. So I'll use the preset then I'll go in and I'll move the color blue around a bit more on the teal side and pop the pink. You can use tons of presets for free even in the Instagram app or you can spend 10 to 30 dollars on presets that someone has created. A couple apps I like to use myself for presets are Lightroom. This one is a bit of a learning process. An easier app for beginners I would suggest is Visco. I love that one. Also Afterlight is great. I use Afterlight for whenever I want that dust effect on my photos, which you know back in the day it used to be bad or wrong to have that grainy effect and now it's like everybody wants it. Kind of funny. At one point in my photo experimenting, I made everything gray and I popped the pink all over. And basically the only color in my feed was pink. I used two apps for that. One was called Color Effects and one was called Color Pop. 
I loved the way it looked, but it was a bit too time-consuming for me, and eventually I transitioned to just trying to have pink in every photo, organically, but again, time-consuming, trying to find something pink to fit into all your photos all the time. So fast forward to the present time, and since I love spending so much time outdoors, I figured blue would be a good color to have, consistent because, well, the sky. I believe my friend Lindsay, who takes a lot of my photos, has presets as well, so I will link to hers in the show notes. Number seven is organizing your feed. This is also super fun and it's kind of like a puzzle to me. Like I already touched on, I almost never post in real time. That way I can spend more time creating a beautiful feed and take more time to write a meaningful, thought out caption so that ideally I can give you guys some knowledge, a good laugh, or a smile. The first app I use for this is called Planoli. The second is Preview. I usually have around 20 to 30-ish photos sitting in my unscheduled feed so that I can use them at any time to keep my feed cohesive. It's just so helpful to see how your next photo is going to look with the rest of your feed. Another side note for planning is I always keep a note in my phone that's called social captions. So whenever I think of something witty, I will write it down. Then when I'm ready to post it, I'll probably spend more time elaborating on the subject. Number eight, this one is for when you are running out of ideas. There's a few things you can do here. My first top tip is to go through your insights from the last year, see what's performed the best, and repost it. Chances are, if it was like six months ago, not everyone's going to remember it. Or go through your photo feed. You probably have tons of photos in there that you've never posted anywhere. Think of the last few years and how many celebrations you've attended or memories you've made with loved ones where someone was taking photos. Even if it's from a day or an outfit that you've already posted about, as long as it's not back to back or within the same four-ish photos, you should be good to go. Go ahead and post a few pictures with the same outfit or background. Just make sure to spread them out. The other tip is reposting, but by God, make sure you give whoever's photo it is credit. Some people just don't even realize how important this is. First, you could get in big trouble. I learned that the hard way by getting a bill for a photo I posted. <laughs> because I didn't know, the guy kindly let it slide because it was an honest mistake. The funny thing was I actually did credit him, but since it was a photo that I pulled off of Google, apparently they needed to be paid for. I don't know. You'll see a lot of people commenting on others' photos, can I repost this? Um, it's basically just Instagram etiquette. Then when you do repost it, it gives your followers a chance for someone to see who's created the photo and vice versa for someone sharing your photo. And I mean, why wouldn't you give credit? I myself like to go over and above with giving credit. If I can help another business or a person, why not? So you'll generally see me tagging whatever I can in my captions, whether it be the clothing, the makeup, the place, the photographer, the guitar, etc. All in all, you don't need to have a professional photographer or skills in Photoshop to make your Instagram feed amazing. You can be resourceful with apps, natural light, and a phone. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. I've heard from a few of you on Instagram. Thank you so much. Sometimes it feels a little bit lonely in the podcast world because you can't physically um, interact with people on the podcast apps. So what I would love to see is a few of those comments from you guys and DMs turn into a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. That really helps. Also, a subscribe would be so awesome. Please and thank you. Much love and a thank you all kindly. <laughs>